Welcome to the Athletes in Action podcast. We are a sports ministry serving athletes at the University of Missouri. Join us weekly for conversations about faith and sport. Okay, well, I hope everyone enjoyed that game. And if you don't get anything out of what I say, remember that you always need help getting out of mazes like that. So, introduction, I'm Sarah. I'm a swimmer here at Mizzou. I'm a junior. And honestly, when Nate asked me to do this talk, the very first thing that went through my head was, no, I have nothing to say. So <laughs> it took some frying, but I'm up here now. And um, one of the things that I always thought was that when people stood up here, they came from super broken pasts and did like complete 360s, turned all the way around, like they found Christ. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. But that's not me. Like I grew up in a Christian household. I went to church. I know all my Bible school stories. I like have all of this knowledge, but then I came to college and a lot of things changed. Like the first thing was you come to college and you've been going to church your whole life if you're me. And I knew that I had to find a church and find a community because that was important to me, but I didn't really realize how to do it. So I went out and I found a church and I love them all very much and they're not here, but if you meet them, they're awesome people. But then I found this community, but it wasn't, I was, it was part of my life, but I wasn't making it a vital part of my life. And that's one of the first things that sophomore year I realized when I started going to our small group, leadership group on Sunday nights, that there are people that are so passionate about their faith and how much I could learn from them. And I didn't realize that like people in college could be like that. And so starting to expand my group and learn that there's people that also want to know more like I did and then I started going to more Bible studies and more small groups and just becoming more involved and that's when my faith took a turn from being something that I thought I had to do to something that I wanted to do and I became like had this hunger for wanting to learn more and be with these people who like we could be completely different but our faith is our similarity and that was really important to me and I've learned a lot through that so um all through this whole thing, I'm a very confident, independent person, and I think that I can do everything on my own. I get to college. Within a week, I know where all my classes are. I don't need help. I don't need Google Maps to run around and figure out where I'm going. Like, I'm confident in my abilities. I, like, swimming's hard, but I still can do it, like, in my head. If I miss something, it's like, oh, I'll make, an, I'll make it a little tiny excuse to be like, oh, I'll get it next time. Like, all through this, like, very confident. And a lot of that's changed. This past summer, I went to UTC, which honestly, I went in thinking this isn't going to be bad. Like, I'm a pretty fit athlete. There's people here that are definitely not on the same level as swimming in terms of competition and training. So I thought I could do it all by myself. And one of the things I learned that week is I could be in the best shape of my life, but without God and his like power, there was no way I would have survived the special itself. Okay, oh yeah, briefing. This is my family, so that's really important to me. Um, And they played a really big part in my whole life, especially, you'll see a second. So the next picture, this is me at UTC. This is at the end of the week. So I've just been completely brutalized and I am running in this picture. (laughs) And I do not run. We swimmers don't run we just that's not something we do but I am running and this is you don't see the whole thing but we're up in the mountains and the end we had to go and run up this hill carrying this two by four after listening to the whole story of Jesus and 
in my head, I'm like, you know, you're not too much of a runner, Sarah. Like, you can, like, walk and then run a little bit. And make sure you're running when the picture's there so that you, like, look like you were doing something. And I got to the bottom. And one of the things that's really important in my faith is just, like, being in the moment and really appreciating, like, God's glory and his creation. And I started off jogging. I was like, okay. And you're just overlooking this huge lake and these mountains. And I just got so caught up in his power and grace and his wondrous creation that suddenly I'm at the top and I'm running. And there's no way I could do that on my own. So that was one of the coolest things. Another thing is this quote, this Bible verse. So Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in him. And someone introduced this to me at UTC. And instead of just being a confident person, you have Godfidence. So not only <laughs> So not only can you do things on your own but when you put God in with it you become just this whole new level of just power and grace that you can portray through yourself. And after UTC I was on this spiritual high. It was like the coolest thing. I knew how to apply my faith to my sport. I could interact with my teammates and just felt so confident in all of this area and we were planning this vacation, so I was super excited. I had made my nationals cut. We were going to California. My whole family was gonna get to come and see my, me swim, and then we were gonna road trip back, like road trip of a lifetime. I love national parks. We were just gonna go visit them all. I was so excited, and in all of this, just confident in my ability to create this perfect trip. And so all of that said, we went, and left for Kansas City. We were gonna go fly out with the team. And I got the call that morning from my dad that no one wants to get. And you know when you pick up the phone and you know something's wrong before something, anyone even said something? It was that moment. So in the car with three of my teammates packed into the smallest car possible, I learned that my mom was in a medically induced coma after being airlifted out of Grand Canyon National Park. I'm the person that loves nature, and this is what just happened. So long story short, you have salt levels in your body, and they're supposed to be at like 145. Hyponitremia, when you like sweat out your salt, starts at 135. My mom's was 117. That's like as low as you can go. We later learned that when you're, it's that low, like there's no guarantee outcomes. So big change of plans. I was on the way to California, canceled all those flights, flew to Scottsdale to go be with her. Honestly, probably the scariest eight-ish hours of my life, traveling alone, not knowing the outcome of anything. And the first thought that I had was I prayed to God and said, God, you can't take away my mom because she's the most powerful woman in my life. And it was terrifying to know that she could be, I could lose her. But the first thing I did was reach out to all my Bible studies. Like this was, I didn't even think about it. I reached out to all of my Bible studies, all of my UTC group, and just created this power of prayer. And we got to the hospital. Um, oh yeah, brief thing. So the weirdest thing was traveling in an airport all alone. And it completely changed how I thought about travel. Like we all travel for like our meets and vacations. And here I was alone, 
a college girl crying in a terminal because my mom, I don't know what's happening to my mom, and not a single person said anything. Like, how does that, where is all this love and joy that everyone has and is always willing to share, and not a single person would say hi to me because I, as I sat there crying all alone. And then we got there, and the, so I'm one of those pe- people that, like, Googles every little tiny thing. Like, if you hurt your toe, you're like, oh, my gosh, it's broken forever. We're amputating it. Like, it's gone. There's no hope. So, of course, Google was a really bad resource to go to when something like this happens. So I come in expecting the absolute worst and get there. And within probably an hour, I had this sense of feeling that everything was going to be okay. And for me, that's like a super emotional, like in my head turmoil thing. God told me like in that moment, everything was going to be okay. Yeah, it was still scary to sit there and watch my mom lying in a coma and having to watch her wake up through that whole process. But something in my head said, Sarah, you're still strong. I'm going to take care of her. And the next morning, my youth pastor actually called me And a couple weeks later, she said, Sarah, you never told me how scary that moment was. And I said, but in that moment, I knew everything was fine. So there was not, I wasn't scared anymore. And I had learned through all that fear to be confident and to know that he was going to take care of my mom and we had everyone praying for her and she was going to be okay. And that, in that sense, when we played that game earlier, Earlier, I was stuck in this loop, and I was confident about I could do everything by myself, and I finally hit the point where I needed help, and I asked for it. And God said, all this fear and terror that you have, it's okay. Like, that's human to understand that, but I'm here for you, and I'm here for your family. So after that, the craziest thing was my mom made a full recovery, And she actually came to the swim meet. This picture was taken five or six days after she got out of her coma. And she hiked a half a mile out to go see this arch. (laughs) Her dream was to see Arches National Park. (laughs) And if that's not a proof that like your faith in God can take you anywhere, and just to live life to the absolute fullest. Like she is a living, breathing miracle. And I wish you could be here and talk to her and hear her side of it because she will just, she's just so amazing. And she knows, and I've learned through her, like there's no need to make excuses for anything in life. If I, if she can survive that, I can make those little sets in practice, that one more effort to push, I can do that. If, she, if God can save her, I'm going to be okay in my little first world problems of being a D1 athlete. And you, on, the other thing was you never know who you're going to impact. The amount of people that we met through her being in the hospital, all the nurses and everyone, all the people that did stop and say, hey, are you okay? Like, what can I do for you? You never know how much that's going to impact that person. So next time you see someone that's alone and sad, like just ask. It means a lot more than they might outwardly portray, just that someone's always caring. And the biggest thing that I realized through all of this was that I can't do it alone. 
and that's really hard for me to say as a strong, independent woman who thinks that I have all this confidence, but I can't. Without God, without having that confidence, there's not a connection to like raise us up to the next level. Amen. So yeah. <laughs>